This is a download from MFR. The Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Alds. Hello and welcome to the Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR. On this week's show, we'll ask the question, does the city of Inverness deserve the current Cali Thistle side? We'll look ahead to Saturday's trip to Hearts and Owen Turner-Jones tells us he can hear the supporters scream shoot every time he touches a ball midway through the opposition's half. Yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes I've got to calm myself down and... and Otherwise, I'll be shooting from 50 yards, you know, and losing balls over the stand. And as always, joined by three Cali Thistle supporters. To my left, Jack Davis. Right in front of me, Davy Balfour. And to my right, Don Johnston. Guys, good to be with you once more. Uh, a few weeks since we have last uh, sat round the table. Uh, before, of course, the um, defeats to Motherwell and Celtic in the draw with Kilmarnock. The draw with Kilmarnock uh, prompted a response, of course, in the press... Uh, Terry Butcher, of course, uh, well, I, I believe, you know, poking the bear type thing and they got a response and obviously the national press have picked up on uh, some kind of story. Um, Davy, I'll start with you. Does Inverness, the city of Inverness, deserve a team like Cali Thistle? <laughs> That's a difficult question, actually. Um, I don't think it... Look, the city of Inverness doesn't deserve... The miserable weather it gets sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't deserve the A nine joining it to the rest of the, the the country. It doesn't deserve a whole lot of things, but uh, that's what they've got. And I think in many ways, Kelly Thistle, I've just got to deal with what they have here. Um, I mean, the Kilmarnock game maybe wasn't a great um, example for anybody to use. It was it was a horrible night. I mean, anybody that was there um, was pretty lucky to get away without getting hypothermic. Um, yeah, so it wasn't a great example to use, and I would I would simply salute the the the, the two thousand five hundred nod souls that, that that turn up, especially the ones that had, that, that had um, come up from Kilmarnock. They deserved a handshake from their uh, quite bonkers manager. But uh, I no, I, I, it's a difficult question to answer. Uh, I think it would be great if the if the town could be seen. To get behind the club more, I don't think it's the town isn't behind the club. I just don't think it's seen to be. And whether that's got something to do with the fact that there's a disconnect between the club and the supporters, because you know the stadium's out of town, um, you know it, it's it's not immediately in people's faces all the time. I don't know whether we don't do enough on on local radio, which I think we do enough. Um, whether we don't have a high enough profile in local press, I don't know. Um, but there are obviously other things that we could do to make to up the profile. And then hopefully get more people through the door. We are, of course, talking about uh, is it two and a half thousand who turned up to watch the the Cali Thistle Kilmarnock game. Now, I'm along with Davy uh, and agreeing that uh, it was a horrible night. We were up against Manchester United, Real Madrid on the, the TV. We all know how many supporters now prefer to sit at home in the in the comfort of their own living room and, and watch television. Also, the fact that there wasn't a big away support as well. And, and uh, again. I take my hat off to the Kamarnik supporters and indeed Cali Thistle supporters who turned up that night. It was a difficult night. Uh, Don, yeah. like Davies says there, is there anything more that the club can do? Yeah, I think there's always there's always more that can be that can be done. But um, you know the club can do so much, and then the fans themselves have to take to, to do their part um, if they want to to 
drag people along to the game, drag friends, drag family along to the game, um, and the drag the, the the club have to facilitate that by by making it as affordable as possible. But they still have to pay the bills. They still have to put a team on the pitch, um, so that, you know it's a difficult balance to get. Um, it's a question that I've personally asked uh, myself on the forums and stuff like that a number of times over the years. You know, does Inverness deserve a, an SPL team um, and an SPL team that are that this season who are flying high? Um, I believe as a city, um, and this is not just. The, the population of that city, but as businesses, etc., that the club doesn't get enough support, it doesn't get enough recognition for what it brings in. And um, you know, there, there's hundreds, if not thousands, some weekends of people coming in to the city because of the football. You know, there's people coming, and that's our own fans as much as anything else. Yep. Um, and then you have visitors from down south who are coming up and they're, they're spending a weekend here. You know, so in, in terms of what Cali Thistle gives. To Inverness, I don't think they get equal share or, or equal recognition back from the city itself. Um, I think it's wrong to focus on one game. I think it's wrong to focus on that Kilmarnock game. There's just so many things. As you say, there was weather, there was alternatives on the TV. Yep. TV is, has been killing the game for years in terms of live crowds. It was school holidays, so you know some people will have been away. Um, you know, um, Myself, I struggle midweek because of other commitments. Um, so yeah, you know, there's just I, I don't th- I think it was, it was, poor, for whoever asked Terry the question to ask Terry the question to set him up like that. I think that was, uh, you know, a little a little a little offhand. It, it was even even worse that some people have decided to spin it into yeah. more than it was because absolutely without a doubt, Terry would not have been having a go at the fans. You know, yeah, it wasn't. Kenny's it wasn't the people there who he was having. Who he was having a go at. It wasn't even necessarily the people who couldn't be there for genuine reasons. He was having a go at. It's the people um, who turn up for the big games or on sunny days, who could possibly be there at these other games, who are who are not giving the club the support. I think that's that's who he was asking the question of. That's who he was asking. You know, do these people deserve? To have the team that they have, um, and he's quite right to ask the question. If, he, if if people don't ask the question, then it doesn't force questions. It doesn't force, you know, stuff like this where we sit around and talk about it. We have a think about it, and we look to try and improve things. Um, so yeah, you know, there's no harm in asking a question. I think Terry um, was right in one way to to question the city of Inverness, but I don't think for a second he was having a go at the supporters. Terry has, I think, you know created a real good relationship with the supporters home and away and he really does appreciate the support that his team and the club do get uh, Jack again you know there might have been something in the, the post-match comments to do with the game it was a late equal equaliser if I can speak right um, it was a, a late goal that, that got Kamarnik back into the game so obviously you know Terry was going to be uh, quite angry and upset after the game of course he was he was going to be annoyed because of the late leveler and obviously the the questions he was asked was wasn't going to do his mood any any favors and look we being in Inverness it's like every other city in Scotland we are swamped with fans of Rangers and Celtic and people who would rather watch English football on a Saturday and their allegiances lie with clubs they've never seen in the flesh I support Cali Thistle because they are my local team and I love going down to seeing them and I think look, we, we saw as well when we got relegated 
that all the businesses started saying, oh, we've lost so much money because of Cali going down and yet we don't get anything in return from them despite the fact that we sort of do so much for them. We do we do a lot like in the community as well, which doesn't seem to get reported on. Like people talk about how they're they're we don't seem to interact getting the young fans into the club, whereas the community coaches are in primary schools all the time running mm. courses and we don't know why that's not being reported on. I think of of course Terry was, was upset because of the fact that if we're never gonna have this good a season again really well how well we were playing at the time and it just seemed that the fans weren't turning up so you're asking the question of well when are they going to turn up i think we are we're still a relatively young club it's you you, you'd probably be better off asking the question in maybe 10 20 years when sort of the sort of first generation of kai fans have kids and then they'll start going to the games and then we'll see if the attendances start sort of going up yeah it's a very good point that jack makes we have to remember that Cali Thistle are only 19 years old as a, as a football club. So perhaps, you know, although it might seem frustrating at the moment, but, but Terry Butcher and his guys could be laying the foundations, hopefully for a, a successful future. I definitely. I mean, I think it puts it into perspective when you when, when you actually say that, that the club's 19 years old, um, which makes it just a year older than my youngest child. I have kids that are older than this football club. How crazy is that? Anyway, I mean, I mean, yeah. So you're going to take a lot of time. Jack's entirely right. There are far too many kids still wandering about in blue shirts and, and green, white, hoopy ones. Um, they look far better in blue and, and, and red and black and white. They look far better. Every parent out there should learn to dress their children responsibly in Cali shirts. <laughs> No, I do. I do take the point about the old firm. I think that every city in Scotland struggles with the old firm dominance. You know, when I grew up in Edinburgh, you often see three, four buses at one, you know, designated pickup point leaving for Ibrox and Parkhead. We see on a regular basis going down the A9 buses with Celtic flags and Rangers flags, and we bump into them at Broxton. You don't often get to reply, but. Uh, it is a problem that uh, really does uh, annoy me. It really, I think, ruins Scottish football. To be fair, how how can we try and address that then locally? Um, you know, without going round trying to throw in Cali Thistle tops on the youngsters. What what can we what can be done then to try and solve this problem? I think you what you have to do is you have to the to take the approach that okay, Cali Thistle's nineteen twenty years and and. You know, that's if you haven't caught these people who are currently twenty plus, you know, then these there's gonna be that's an expensive market to target, you know, because these people will already have decided that they're either with you and, and following you or they're away somewhere else and they're following another team. Um and you, you know, it's 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 hard to convert football fans. Once once somebody's picked their team, that's you know, that's generally their team for life. Um so I think as a club, but as a community, um, and we have to target the younger market, and look at this next generation that we talk about, next generation of fans, and do everything we possibly can to get them along to games. You know, my personal view is that nobody under the age of sixteen should have to be paying to attend a football match. Um, you know, and that's where you will capture them. You know, th- th- at that age when. 
they can go along to football as a group of friends. They can go along to football and they all become Cali Thistle fans. And that removes the peer pressure. That removes the peer pressure of, oh, my friends support Rangers, my friends support Celtic, and you know, so I'm just going to go and follow them. If you can capture them as a whole, as a group, and bring them along, then you know that that half the battle. So yeah, targeting the younger market, and and you know, almost cutting your losses with the with the 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 older market that you haven't got already. Yeah, they're the loyal bunch. You'll stick with you. I'll tell you one thing, I would say is you got to get this into perspective. And if Highland Rugby Club had the amount of people going along every week that we have coming to our games, or if the the local hockey club had the amount of people going, they'd be jumping ahead themselves. I think it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. We do have the most attractive sporting product in the Highlands. No two ways about that. And that shows through the attendances that, that, that we get. Per head of population, if you look at it as a percentage of population, we don't do too badly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that begs the question of, of really, can we expect an awful lot more um, from... from from the general public, I think what Terry's trying to say is, look, we, we are uh, we're punching so far above our weight here. If you want to see this team, you better get your backside along here now, uh, otherwise you risk a chance of missing it. If that's the case, fine, great. It means that Jack and Don and me and yourself, who are there every week, we're we're the lucky ones. We're the ones that get to see this stuff every week. Yep. And if they can't be bothered to come along and watch it, well, hard luck. They really are missing out. Yeah, I've said this uh, from the get go this season. You know, if you if you don't if you uh, miss out on on Cali Thistle games, then you really are missing out because they've been playing some really good stuff this season as well. And I suppose that that again boils down to the frustrating part, Jack, because Cali Thistle so far have had one of the best seasons in terms of SPL seasons ever. Terry Butcher has got a great product on the park. We often hear about uh, well from supporters saying that oh, the football's not great. That's why I'm not going. The football's been fantastic this season. What else? What else can he do? Well, he can't. He Nothing can't, much. He can't yeah. do anything more. To be honest, uh, we're we're going through a sticky patch right now, and I think the main question everyone wants to know is when are we pressing the panic button? When this sort of metaphorical panic button, which I think I can imagine it sort of exists under Kenny Cameron's desk, where he sort of just has a sort of a panic button, and he just goes on Kaifa's slot line now and again. And it's just gets to that point where he goes, I don't know, we won't push it just yet. And it's just I don't know. I don't know why people seem to think that all of a sudden we're we're going downhill. We we'll 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 start picking it up again. And like the fans who, who as Davy said, they're they are missing they're missing some great things by not coming to the games. I remember when the League Cup semi final when we turned up at the stadium in the morning and I saw seven buses and everyone standing around. I don't I don't know whether to be sort of elated or really annoyed by thinking sort of where are you lot every week? But it's I sort of think it is the thing where people will go to the big games, but then it's like surely you would want to go to a game where you'd think like the team are gonna win. Mm. Really. Rather than a game where there's okay, there's there's sort of there's a like obviously we could have like got to the League Cup final. But I mean, like, if we're playing, like, Dundee, you think, right, we're probably going to win this, so why aren't thousands of people turning up if, if that's what people are wanting to pay their money for, if a guaranteed win rather than just... I don't know. It's just... I think people are staying away for reasons out with the the sort of... the entertainment on the park, whatever reasons they have. Yeah, I think that the hard thing for us, obviously, is we're preaching to the converted, almost, in terms of 
you know, us guys, because well, me talking to you guys, because you you know you, you're loyal, you're Cali Thistle supporters. If you weren't involved in, in the media side, you would be going every single week. It would be interesting to perhaps uh, hear the thoughts of a, a stay away Cali Thistle fan or a, an old firm fan in Inverness as well. That might be interesting. Watch out for that in the coming weeks. Uh, let's look ahead now to football on the park. Let's get back to business. Hearts this weekend uh, for Cali Thistle, a trip to Tynecastle, their second of the season. And midfielder Owen Turrer Jones is looking forward to the Tynecastle experience. I think all three have been similar games in, in terms of maybe Hearts have played the prettier football, but, but we've created the better chances. So it really does make for an interesting game. And Hearts will be like any other team over the last few weeks in the, in, in the division, thinking one win can sort of stick you right back in the mix. Um, and put you in a good position going into the the remainder of the game so we have to make sure that we counter that um, by all accounts it's, it's a, good, a good place to play football and um, can be a, a tremendous atmosphere uh, we know from the game at Easter, Easter Road the semi-final the amount of noise that the Hearts fans can make uh, and our, our away record has, has been pretty impressive this season so hopefully we'll uh, We'll take that into Saturday. Does the Hearts get the semi-final come into your thinking at all? Does that does that still hurt you? Yeah, not really. It's it's um, sort of something maybe we can look back on at the end of the season and think, you know, we we know how close we were to to, to get into the final, but um, we're not the first first team to lose in a semi-final. We won't be the last. It's uh, sort of the reaction since then has has been not what we wanted on the pitch in, in terms of results. Um, but we feel that with with the side that we've got and, and the way that we've played for the majority of the season, um, we're confident that that this little spell coming to an end very quickly. You opened your Cali Thistle account against Hearts back in November. What a strike it was as well. Obviously, it ended in a, a draw that day, but I suppose good memories for you of that that goal. Yeah, mixed mixed bag that day really scoring that goal, first one for the club, and then uh, gave away the penalty right at the end um, for them to for them to get their equaliser. But um, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really come into into the thinking. Um, sort of, it's again the old the old cliches of it's just another game, and uh, every game in the in the league is competitive, and uh, we just have to try and make sure that that we're the team that, that turn up on the day, uh, and try and turn these three draws we've had against them into a into a positive win for us. The supporters have certainly uh, taken to you whenever you get the ball in that middle of the half. Um, the, the scream of shoot goes up from the stands. Do you hear that yourself on the park? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, uh, sometimes I've got to calm myself down and. and Otherwise, I'll be shooting from 50 yards, you know, and losing balls over the stand. So, it's about picking the right times and stuff like that. I would have liked to probably add one or two more goals this season. Um, sort of in and around Christmas, it, you know, striking the ball well and, and a couple of good saves from keepers and, and stuff like that. But uh, there's more games to go and there's, there's more opportunities to get myself on the score sheet and uh, try and provide the right platform and balance for the side to. to get the boys who have been causing so much trouble all season to, to get these boys back on the score sheet Owen Turner jones who scored an absolute cracker the last time the two clubs met in the SPL Cali Thistle and Hearts technically have drawn three times this season including the League Cup semi-final I'm looking at Davey and he's giving me that death stare right back so I'll move on to Don Don yes as I said to, to Owen games between the two this season have been um, dramatic Gritty, yeah, I think so. Um, I like games against Hearts. I, I, I don't know why. Um, 
they just seem to be more. Uh, they, they seem to be more of a battle than a football match. And I like that. I like to see you know sometimes games get a bit physical, and that, that's taking nothing away from either team. They can both play some nice football as well. Um, but yes, and especially down there, especially you know um, on Hearts on turf, you know there's something special about that as a ground. Anyway, you know it, it's it's a magical place. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, Ah, it's, I don't know. I can't put my, quite put my finger on why I like games against Hearts so much. Maybe it maybe it is out of the the atmosphere down there, but we seem to get it up here as well. Um, mm. I think it's just it's one of those situations. I think where the the teams kind of well match. Um, you know, the three the three draws this season um, goes to show that. And um, I'm kind of losing my way here totally with what I'm thinking about. And blurbly 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 blurb. I'll move on to to Jack. Um, <laughs> Owain admitted that uh, the semi-final won't uh, be playing on, on his mind. Terry did mention it uh, when, when speaking to him today. He said that uh, not not revenge as per se, but they will be looking to, to try and get their own back on hearts. That that is still raw, that, that feeling with them of losing the League Cup semi-final. Um, for you, you want in revenge on hearts this weekend? Uh, of course, yeah. I think you've got... Uh, Nothing against Hearts, but the football they play isn't isn't exactly on the deck attractive football, as we saw in the semi final. It was more sort of kick the ball as high as possible to Michael and Goo and see what he can do with it, which sort of worked actually. But I think uh, it was it's actually quite nice going to Town Castle. It's not a bad way stadium, not a bad part of Edinburgh. I'm I'm trying to compliment you, Ian, but you're looking at me a bit strange, but. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think it'll be another good game. It'll be a tight game, and I think we need to sort of really, especially after Hearts' uh, defeat to Kilmarnock, they'll be low on confidence. I think so. As good a time as ever, really, to try and get a, a win and get back get back on form. Yeah, both sides losing last weekend by three goals to nil. There has uh, again been murmurs of financial troubles at Hearts, but then when. <laughs> is it not murmurs of financial troubles at Hearts um, will that uh, inspire Hearts this weekend you might uh... no it will not no I, I'm not like these guys I want to see us batter Hearts this weekend I really do um, it's a big pink bus shelter who wants to go and play football there um, you know okay they've lost Sally Uskis, who was actually a pretty good defender they've lost him he's out for the season um, I don't know who they've replaced him with, but I bet he's not half as good. Webster is nearly as old as me. Um, <laughs> he's not going to cut it. Andrew Driver's seen sense and left. Anybody who's got really any sense is, is, is leaving the, the, the Plumbers football team right now. Um, I can actually see Hearts falling to bits on a grand scale this year. Um, I think it, you know, are you right? All this rumours of, of yet more continuing financial woes. How much worse can it get than skint? We've been hearing that hearts have been utterly skint, penniless. In fact, for uh, for years, how much worse can it actually get? Yeah, I think it, I think it does get worse when they say your bank's also skint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy who owns your club, who owns the bank, his bank's gone bust. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, no, I, I really would like to see us motor past Hearts. We're due a result against Hearts. They, they, I think they got lucky up here. Um, Jack's right. Um, 
I, I think that their tactics against us, which worked spectacularly well on that on that glue pot of a pitch at, at Easter Road, were to batter the ball at Michael and go as hard as possible and see what happened. Well, you saw what happened, um, and it was due, I think, to a combination of bad luck and pretty woeful finish. No, woeful finishing from us that that we didn't actually do what we should have done to them, which was to beat them comprehensively. This weekend, I dearly hope that we do beat them comprehensively. Quite finished with your hearts bashing? Never. Yep. It's almost as bad as Chris Hogg admitting that uh, hearts were his most hated team in the world. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, an interesting minute and a half, David. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> Don, um, one of the moments of the season for me was, was Connor Pepper's uh, late equaliser. I'll always remember that. Uh, purely for Mike Noble's reaction and myself as well included but uh, I think that that day we, we learned a lot about that Cali Thistle side at 2-0 down at the break had lost to Skipper playing with 10 men in the second half and somehow Cali Thistle got a result Absolutely and I think that was you're right that is the day that we learned that this was a squad that was never say die um, you know because everything was aligning against them in that game and there we go and you pop up you know down to ten men, and and in the second half, uh, two goals down, and bang bang, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's you know moving forward from there, and then looking at what else we've done from there on, and you know the Dundee United game where we were three down and and these things, and you know, so that's what people have to remember about this team. You know, forget about the last you know three weeks. Or whatever you know, that's that is what it is. You know, the football's been apart from Mother Motherwell, where we we got what we deserved. Yeah. The football's been we played decent football, and we've deserved to get more from games. Um, so yeah, when you look back at that, you know, you've got you've got one deserved loss in there, um, and everything else you deserve to get more than what you got. So it, it's easy to focus on the results. And yeah, I know when you look at the league table, that's where there's results that count. But you got to look at the football that's been played. We're still playing that football. Well, and when it comes back to being our turn again for for us to get a wee rub or or whatever, then you know somebody's going to get hiding. Um, you know, and I, I mean, I wouldn't be too upset if it was Hearts this weekend. You know, but I'll, in an equal measure, I'll take a one nothing win just to get us back on on track. Um, so yeah, looking forward to this one. I've looked forward to every game this yeah, season, um, and I continue to look forward to the games for the rest of the season, despite how the results go, because it's been fantastic so far, and you know. One bad, one bad performance, and a loss, which is what I look at from the last the last few weeks. Um, doesn't a bad team make, and doesn't a bad season make? Jack, it's been a really strange couple of weeks because, aside from the Motherwell performance, and even in that Motherwell performance, I thought that, uh, you know, there's there's wee things in there. Ross Draper might have got a handball. Nicky Ross might have scored with, uh, right at the start of the second half as well. Might have been a different game, but they lost the game. And perhaps deservedly so as well for for defending alone, but in the last couple of weeks they have played some really good stuff as well. It's a really strange one, but I suppose Terry, like Don said, would would take a one nil scrappy off someone's backside. Well, it was bound to happen at some point in the season. We were going to go through a run, a sort of sticky patch. I, I we haven't been playing badly. As Don's talked about in the last few weeks, we just haven't been scoring really. Is that something like three goals? Is it in the last six games? It's not. It's not brilliant, but we're still creating the chances. When we played Kilmarnock, we should have won 4-0 pretty mm-hmm. much. We just seem sort of... I was noticing as well against Motherwell, it's just sort of... We get sort of near the box, and then we don't know what we're doing with it now. 
that's the sort of difference. Andrew Shinney is just he's looked sort of I'm not sure not as not sort of dominant in the middle of the park. He's not been as been able to create the chances and Boy Mackay really is not getting onto match in recent weeks. But we're we like against Kilmarnock that sort of assured me that we we're, we're gonna batter someone before the end of the season. No doubt about that and Hearts is probably maybe the time to do it. Hearts, Dundee United and Ross County coming up as well. Uh, games that I'm sure that Cali Thistle supporters would love to win, especially a week on Saturday. But more about that later on. Uh, Davey, uh, the, the battle for the top six places um, is going to be well, it's going to be an entertaining run between now and the, the end of the split. Uh, kind of mouth-watering. Are you very confident that Cali Thistle can hang on to those uh, hanging around the top six and claim a first ever top six finish? You'd hope so. But the the league's so compressed that you know you could you could end up in eighth place um, just by losing a couple of games, mm-hmm. um, and and with the way that, that that things have been running with with Alex Thistle recently, there's no there's no reason to suggest you couldn't lose a couple of games. Um, I don't think we will. Um, like Saturday is, is against a team against a team which I think you really have to recognise is one of the weaker hearts teams that there's been in a long time. Um, not through their fault, but but simply through through the the money situation. I think this is a good time to beat Hearts. It's a good time to get them. It's a good time to beat them. Um, Dundee United, bit more difficult, bit more difficult. But I would suggest that a team which somehow manages to beat Motherwell after being absolutely decimated by Celtic indicates there might just be a wee bit of inconsistency. And my Arab spies tell me that they are very <laughs> inconsistent at the moment. Um, I have tons of Arab, Arab, Arab spies. And they're, they're, Jim Mooney is the best one, by the way. Hi, Jim. Um, so, I mean, they, they're they not going to come here with an awful lot of confidence. Um, County, I think County will be a really interesting game. I think it'll be a fantastically interesting game because... Um, I, just, I, I said at the time and I'll say it again I think Derek Adams must have been the happiest man in the world when that game was originally postponed because he's managed to ditch liabilities like Tokley um, who you know is, is off further and further and further north he'll be playing for Svalbard soon I think um, so he's managed to get rid of them and, and replace them with what by all accounts are some quite quality players um, if a wee bit unpronounceable um, you know so that's going to be an interesting one, but again, um, it's something that, we, that the way we've been playing, we would expect um, to take points from. Maybe not three, but we could certainly expect to take something from those games. So they're all there. Um, what we need to, what we really need right now is an early goal in a game. An early game, I think, an early goal in a game will set us up, um, and we'll take it on from there. That's really all that we need. Billy McCann just needs something to go in for the guy. That's all. Um, he's a striker. He was always going to have a wee bad and patch. Everybody does, yeah, but you can bet your bottom dollar he'll come good again. And as Jack says, when he does come good, uh, and Andy Shinney comes back, I don't think Andy's been quite a hundred percent since the Kilmarnock game, yeah. and we've missed Richie for him badly. Uh, we've really missed Richie on that part. So get back, Richie, now. Well, the good news is he should be back next week in time for Dundee United 
and Ross County. It's a big seven days in store for Cali Thistle. You can hear live commentary of the three up-and-coming games starting at Tancastle on Saturday. MFR 2 Super Scoreboard Live from 2.30 with every kick of the ball as Hearts take on Cali Thistle. Then on Wednesday night from 7pm, it's Dundee United away to Cali Thistle. Then on Saturday, live from 2.30 at Victoria Park for the second SPL Highland Derby of the season. That's it. My thanks to Jack, Davy, and Don. We'll be back with a Derby preview next week.